Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Dig In. I'm Kelsey Nash, Editor-in-Chief of Food Service Director. And on today's episode, reporter Julianne Pepitone is speaking with Judy Reynolds, the Director of Food Services at Fallbrook Union High School District in Fallbrook, California. Judy speaks to how she and her team fostered an environment of wonder throughout the COVID pandemic and what they learned from switching to bulk meal service. Here's Julianne with more. Judy, welcome. Early in the pandemic, before you made a big change to your service style, you told me that you and your team were packing hundreds of meals and getting them off for curbside pickup, bus route delivery, and you were doing well. But after a few days, you realized, look, we've got a staff of 14 and this is you know, definitely going to be unsustainable for the long term. So you reached out to your leadership and they showed up for you, literally. Can you tell me about how everyone kind of pitched in in those early days? Yes, I, I reached out to them on the fourth day of service because we realized at that point, we just could not keep up with the staff that we had. And so that afternoon I emailed our CBO and within a half hour, our superintendent and our CBO had both reached out to me and they had a team of people that showed up the next day, including the two of them. Wow. I think that's something not every, you know, I don't know that every superintendent would necessarily feel like that's their job, especially when they have, you know, I can't imagine all the administrative complexities (laughs) running a district um, during COVID. Yes. Particularly when it's new to COVID and you're not you're just trying to juggle and figure out day by day. But she was there with us the next morning with her hairnet on, our CBO, <laughs> our principal, our vice principals, our director of technology, our maintenance department teachers. All throughout the school, there's not a department that didn't show up at some point or another. And that lasted for until the end of June. They were there every single day they would rotate and come in and help us. We what had does to- that mean for all of you? Not just, of course, you're getting all those man hours, you know, helping you on an operational level, but what did that mean to all of you emotionally? Because I can only imagine, especially, you know, bringing us back to March, 2020, a lot of us thought, oh, this is going to be a couple of weeks. And then we quickly learned that wasn't going to be the case. So what kind of emotional support was that for you all to see everybody really pitching in with you? It was huge. It was absolutely huge. At the time, I believe we were one of two departments that were required to work their full shift every day. So to have people volunteer to come when they didn't have to to help was huge. But to see all of those admin staff, the superintendent, the CPO that feels that what you're doing is important enough that they will come in and do it beside you means everything. And it was, it was also a beautiful opportunity for our staff to get to know people outside of food service. Love that silver, silver linings for sure. Building some of those relationships. And I know, so you were able to ramp up and I very quickly went from like 125 meals the first day, 250, eventually, you know, you're kind of able to ramp up fully. Um, But in the end, you ended up making a pretty big change to your service. You have been offering for several months now, 
bulk items, whole produce, a batch of tamales, sort of meal kits for your families. And I understand that the idea came from some feedback from parents. Could you tell us about that? It did. When we first started, we were doing individual servings of everything. And for us, um, for the fruits and vegetables in particular, that means little baggies of half cup servings. It means a piece of pizza or a tamale. And there's all the components are individualized. And what the family started saying was they had all these little individual things in their refrigerator and they were going bad and they were being tossed out. Right, they're kind of the little cup of carrots is getting shoved to the back, forgotten about until you see it a week and a half later. Yes, yes. And so one of my staff members said, well, why couldn't we do a whole cucumber? And we, we look back at this and we laugh now because we realized we did that cucumber for about seven weeks before we started changing. <laughs> it all started from the cucumber. <laughs> it started from a cucumber. But once we understood it, we started adding a zucchini, a yellow squash. We started upping our produce a little bit. We realized that doing a whole pineapple, a whole cantaloupe, a honeydew melon, it was very cost effective because we didn't have to do anything with it other than order it, serve it, and pay for it. There was no labor involved. So that made it very cost effective. Um, and then we had a day that our tamales, we got a different one than we anticipated and they were in a four pack. So, so someone were expecting in. to receive, I know your colleague told me you all were expecting to receive these individually wrapped tamales, pop them in, done. And instead they arrived four pack. Yes. Yes. And so someone asked me, could we just serve a four, four pack? And my first thought was, oh my gosh, tamales are expensive. But then we sat and talked about it and we decided we would do it. When we put the picture out that week, our participation soared. And the, the feedback we got from families was, thank you for not sending us all those individual items. This was fantastic. And so wow. we just we just took it from there week by week. Instead of doing a serving of buffalo chicken, we do four servings of buffalo chicken. Taco meat, uh, we've done scratch made pozole, scratch made chili, but instead of serving one cup servings, we serve it for four meals or eight meals so that they don't have all those little things floating around. And it has allowed us to give them a lot more variety. Sure. And how great, how beneficial on both sides, you're getting this great feedback from parents who it sounds like, of course, you know, these, these meals are servings intended for the kids, but I could also see how getting, you know, a big bunch of Buffalo chicken, maybe that's something that the whole family can enjoy. And then you're also saving on the labor too. So it really sounds like it was a true win-win. It was a huge win-win. Our participation has almost doubled since we switched to bulk feeding and doubled. our labor. Incredible doubled and our labor has not increased a whole lot. We've had to add high school students to help us serve, but as far as food preparation, it's the same. And do you think this is something you would have ever considered were we not in this pandemic situation? Never. It wouldn't even have come to mind. 
It's incredible how I hear this from so many operators um, in this industry and others, frankly, where before it was either we can't, or as you said, we would have never even thought of that. But when sort of the survival of your operation is on the line, or in your case, feeding your students, things that seemed like a can't or wouldn't have been a thought in your brain are suddenly kind of the key to, to survival and to thriving. They are. They are. And I have such a fabulous team and they're constantly coming with ideas. And that really has been what's driven this whole program that we run now. It's so key. And I know you told me this has been a real chance for students as well as their families to try fresh foods or whole foods that they may have never seen before in a whole form, or maybe they'd never tried before, or perhaps they'd never prepared themselves. And you you called it a real sense of wonder that has proliferated. What has that meant to you? It's been a lot of fun. We've been bringing in items, uh, beets, and we put out a recipe for roasted beets. We've done fingerling potatoes, parsnips, grapefruit, pomegranate, whole jicama. It started with some of our staff in the kitchen or some of our school staff would come in and look at this whole jicama or fingerling potatoes, even beets and say, what are those? (laughs) And it made us realize that a lot of our kids aren't exposed to these items, but the way we're serving right now gives us the opportunity to try some different things with the kids. And we've had some great feedback. I received a TikTok video of one of our freshmen making spinach ravioli from scratch with with the spinach that we sent out. We've had, I don't know how many parents come through and say, thank you for the recipe. My kids and I tried that, they loved it. They loved the roasted beets, uh, the parsnips, something that people had didn't even know what it was. And they're coming back and saying, my kids have asked me to go get parsnips. I imagine that must mean a lot to you with all of the hardship that everyone, you know, I'm sure yourself included, it's been a hard year for everybody personally and professionally. And what you all have been able to do with this operation is incredible, but I'm sure as upbeat a person as you are, Judy, I'm sure there are some days that are hard, or you might've felt like I just cannot do this another day. Uh, You know, what has it meant to get that kind of feedback from people in terms of morale for staff and continuing to stay inspired? It's huge. It really is because you know that through something that is so horrific through the country and throughout the world that we're able to make a difference and that people appreciate it and that it really does help. When when we have someone tell us that their child is excited to dig through the bag and see what we gave them this week, what's new that they can try, that just makes it a lot more fun and more rewarding to do. And what a beautiful thing to give people that, that happy moment, whether it's the kids, you know, jumping in as if it's a holiday gift or something, or for the, I'm sure for the families is to see their children getting so excited and give them a chance to gather around the dinner table. It's, you know, sadly, it's been a year where for a lot of folks, happy moments have been in shorter supply than, than they usually have been in, in a typical year. So it's a beautiful gift that you've been able to give to them. And you mentioned to me, Judy, that you do hope to be able to continue the sense of wonder, the, exposing them to new items or items 
in a whole form or just in a different way than they're used to. How are you hoping to continue that sense of wonder even after COVID has faded, hopefully soon? Hopefully soon, you're right. I'm hoping that we can bring some of these things into our regular meal program, either as an option or even as a sampling. And that will depend on what the item is and what we think the participation and the feedback would be. But I do already have lined up our produce company is willing to come out and do a tasting with the kids of dragon fruit and rambutan. So little things like that, that we can just continue to expose them. Here's a kumquat, try this, what do you think? Um, Put roasted beets on the menu and see how many kids will take them or even a little souffle cup with one piece so they can try it is what we're hoping to do. We're also hoping to bring in a lot more of our local produce, which is something that COVID has allowed us to spend a little more time on that. So that's another silver lining for us. I love that sentiment of taking those silver linings and you know, hopefully bringing them forward even when things have gone back to some semblance of normal. Judy, thank you so much for your time. That was Judy Reynolds from Fallbrook Union High School District in California. I'm Julianne Pepitone for Food Service Director.